What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Trained Podcast. I am your host, once again, and as always, Jared Hamilton. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, today, I have a really cool guest with us, okay, because I wanted to talk about getting strong. I wanted, I wanted to do an episode where we literally talk about how to get strong, the ins and outs of it, why it's important to be strong, how to, just because it's, it's, it's a big deal. Like, being able to be strong and confident, be able to move and function pain-free, and be able to lift a lot of shit, to be honest, is super important. It makes you feel good, and it makes life hella easy, because when, if you're able to do it while your body feels amazing, that's just another win. So I apologize if you can hear my, my uh, dog coughing in the background. We got a new pup, and she uh, she's a little sick right now. But um, but So I wanted to get on here and get my buddy, Al J. Okay, uh, for those of you who don't know, Al J. Resnit, he is one of the owners of San Jose Barbell, and he was actually my first podcast guest, because what happened was, if you guys recall, back um, on some early episode, on an early episode, I interviewed Al J. He was basically throwing it out there and proclaiming, he's like, you watch, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set a world record deadlift. And that's, that's a big boy statement, and he literally just did. So I wanted to have him come on here, talk about his deadlift, talk about a little bit of a breakdown, what his food and training looked like and his mentality and all this stuff, but also show, how, one, how this applies to you and your fitness goals, even if they're not to be a world record powerlifter, um, and just overall how important it is for you to get strong. Cause you don't, because a lot of people think if you get strong, you're going to get crazy big and bulky and fat and just like, which just could not be further from the, further from the truth. Um, so that's what I wanted to do, like, because this is a really cool episode. Um, so enough of me talking about it. Let me grab Al J and I hope you get a lot of value from this. Talk soon. Uh, dude, dude, what's up, dude? How's it going? I'm great, dude. How are you? I am doing amazing, sir. Had an amazing weekend with family. Look, looked like you got some tubing in. Yeah, this is the first time I went tubing. That was ridiculously fun, dude. Are you are you shitting me? You haven't ever been tubing before? Never, never. We're getting ready to go. Um, Shelby and I are getting ready to go to uh, Tennessee, and a lot of times we'll go when we go. Um, we'll go with like a big fam, like a bunch of people, the family on her side. And yeah. they're all about tubing and kneeboarding and wakeboarding and, and shit. So we'll be doing a bunch of that this here in a couple of weeks. Oh man, it's 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 insane. I I forgot that we were under the sun pretty much the whole day, and I I get a little toasted. <laughs> now, did you guys do uh, anything other than tubing? Did you do like kneeboarding or wakeboarding or anything like that? No, uh, that's all all we had. That was I was I I thought that was already fun. We were going like uh, 15 miles an hour for my first run, and I thought we were going like 50, dude. So I was like, it's 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 insane. I could only I could only imagine how more, much more intense the wakeboarding and kneeboarding you just you just talked about right now. What right now is? Oh, it's it's insane, man. But like when we whenever we go uh, tubing, her her grandpa like like his first goal is to whip everyone off of off of the so <laughs> speedboat. And like he'll like wind it up, like leave the the tube in the middle in circle yeah. until it winds up. Then he'll peel out. And oh so my god! Spin, 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 whip, and it's it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, my the one that uh drove us is is uh my brother in law, and he owns the boat and everything, and and he was very nice about it. I was like, man, why aren't you going any faster? I was, and he's like, trust me, you don't want us to go any faster. 
No, her. Uh, I don't. I don't know how fast we'll go, but we'll go like I don't know, at least twenty five or thirty. I swear, oh, it's man. like it's it's like stupid hard to hang on. Like oh yeah, you get like you almost get hurt when you let go. Like oh yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts, and and it's uh tiring just to hold on too, dude. Yeah, it's insane, dude. So how uh how's everything else in life? How's everything going with the gym and all that? Everything's smooth, man. We're we're in rhythm, you know. The work life. The last time we talked and when we we did this, it was pretty much I told you the same thing, you know. Just work out, run the business, enjoy family time. It's it's just oh, a habit nice. now. So it's just a cycle that I love getting into. We are getting uh ready to like uh at least have a family next year. So excited oh, for yeah. that. Yeah. That's so, so cool. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that that uh how that works once uh <laughs> once we have a, a child of our own next year so we'll see that's awesome is now is wifey pregnant or or are you guys just uh, planning on having one next year oh uh, we're planning on having one after the world championships and her final bikini competition nice dude that's so yeah. cool that, that, yeah. that'll be awesome i know taking it to the next level man always got to go to the next level <laughs> yeah like I feel like we just like took it to the next level and just got like a third dog, but like that you're on a whole nother level. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, that's funny because uh, we we want to get another dog too, but we promise each other that we'll wait until we have a kid. Yeah, we love dogs, we, dude. We love our dogs. Our our pup goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. We just got we just got our third. We got little Lily. She's sitting here staring at me. She um, his uh, she was a rescue. Someone just dumped her, and we felt real connected to her so we ended up taking her she's a little little pit she's just the sweetest little thing ever so i'm like way more inclined right now at least the she, wife and i are on the same page way more inclined to bring on a dog versus like a kid right now but i'm sure <laughs> the kid will eventually happen oh yeah no doubt man it's funny i see lily all the time on your um on your uh, on your feed she's the one mm-hmm. always looking at your donut <laughs> yeah well, it's, it's crazy they're all little freaking gluttons so but we're still getting her and the other dogs get used to each other, but she's cool. <clears throat> when are you guys going to uh, Tennessee? Uh, the, we're, we'll be there the 15th, so here in like a week and a half. Oh, I see. Because we're going to Tennessee this weekend. <laughs> what? No, motherfucker. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. That would have been dope as hell. <laughs> yeah. It's our that's first time going to visit that place. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. That's so cool. Um. Well, thanks again, though, dude, for, for, for hopping on here. I know you're, you're busy as hell, but I wanted to get on here and specifically talk about uh, getting strong and, and that all, all the intricacies of that. Because, you know, for those that don't know, you just set your big freaking world record with your four-time body weight so uh, on your deadlift, which mad props. That's fucking insane. Thank you. Thank you, sir. So go ahead and give a little for – I know uh, early when I started the podcast, uh, you were like my first guest. So uh, there's quite a few more subscribers than there used to be. So go ahead and give a little bit of background uh, on you, your story, and then we'll kind of get into this thing. So my biggest focus since we've talked, I've told you, I said my my focus was to hit four times my body weight in the deadlift, set a world record. Um, and you so mentioned that you you did mention that on on I the did. last on the last call. I did. I tell I tell everyone as uh, otherwise um, to me. Having a goal doesn't matter unless you start telling everyone. Then you actually start holding yourself accountable because you told all those people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, since we talked, um, I've been I've just been really working on 
chasing that world record. I hit four times bodyweight deadlift with the guidance of Jordan Syatt. Um, and then from there, I moved on to another coach uh, just because me and Jordan are on the same page. He, You know, Jordan has a rule where he likes to have a coach, like a different coach, at, at least every year, once a year, so that he learns all the time. And I, and I said, dude, I love you, man. I, I respect that about you. One of those things that I respect about you. Uh, and I would love to follow that as well so that I continue to learn. Um, and that's, and he was like, yeah, dude, let's do it. And that's, that's what, that's what happened. That's why I moved on from him. That's awesome. Then, yeah. Uh, I mean, we still keep in touch. Um, but since, since our last podcast, I've hit the four times body weight deadlift. I'm, I'm qualified for the world championships in October. And then, um, the goal is to hit a world record in October, which is, I'm already like 20 pounds away from it. So it's, it's funny. That's so it's sick. Funny. <laughs> I'm going to destroy it. I'm going to destroy it, man. That's the Hell goal. Yeah. Uh, all at the same time, um, uh, I actually documented all of this, but I just have yet to post it on my YouTube channel. Because, again, it's, you know how it is, like uh, keeping keeping up with all the content, running the business, having online clients, all that. So I, I run my gym, San Jose Barbell here in San Jose. At the same time, I coach my clients as well online and in person. Um and all with the but the main goal has to always just been chasing that obsession with the with the deadlift right and doing it pain-free pain-free living my life with my wife with my family with my friends like like having the balance not just like okay i'm just going to do powerlifting and then that everyone else is shut off from the world right Mm -hmm. and i just i just try to i i try to be the example that you can you can still be, you can still achieve great and abnormal things uh, if you just have the right balance and the right investment in your time and efforts in the right places. That's it. That's amazing, that's, dude. I love that's that. That's pretty much, that's, that's pretty much it, man. I mean, just been traveling the world while doing all those things. It's like trying to tell everyone like they can do it too. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. I, I love that. So talk, to, talk a little bit more about your world record. Like, kind of what your training looked like, what your food looked like, was things super tedious, um, kind of some of the struggles with that. Talk a little bit about that. Awesome. So, yeah, you caught me um, when on that first podcast was when I was just going to start uh, actually getting really serious about it. So the first obstacle was to get down my weight, meaning like get rid of the weight that I don't need, aka body fat, right? So I... I did body fat testing, which is, to me, it's still not accurate. I mean, I don't know how you can scientifically prove, like, this is how much fat you have. There are, like, DEXA scans that take it to, like, the 1% or 3%, like, without any error. Um, And I tried that. So I measured a starting base. (laughs) At the start of the journey, man, I I was at 12% body fat. And then I showed that to everyone, and everyone was like, where the hell are you going to lose uh 30 20 to 30 pounds and it was it's like I was almost doubting myself but I was like you know what let me just try it and so starting I got my starting points um my training regimen really consisted of uh training four times a week so again when people think like oh you're training for a world record you're a crazy ass powerlifter you must be training every day training heavy every day and no it's actually just really chill workouts 
four times a week. It's like a traditional upper body, lower body split at that time. And for 18 weeks, I just uh, train four days a week. And then, and then my diet and nutrition, I wasn't really dialed in until eight weeks before the competition. And, the, and then oh, the weight, the weight just came off, dude. And then I took a body fat test, a blood test. I had a uh, my checkup with my uh, with my doctor, with my physicians, making sure that everything was running well. Because obviously, I wouldn't want to um, preach anything and and tell everyone to practice something that's dangerous to their health. But everything. Uh-huh. Everything was very well. All the all the all the levels were normal for the cholesterol and like thyroid and all that for blood tests. So, I mean, I lost thirty pounds by the end of it. Uh, I gained maybe eight pounds of it back in terms of water, pretty much. Muscle didn't really uh, go down, if if you're gonna count that. But that's it. That's that's how my journey was. I I did document it. I just haven't. I just haven't gotten the time to release all that, all those videos, but it will happen. It will happen. <laughs> I like it. I like it. No, dude, that's so cool. Um, so, so by no means was even set in such an elite level thing. By no means you were perfect, so to speak. Oh, dude, even when uh, I started my journey, the first six weeks, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I getting myself into? So I didn't even work out for the first six weeks. Like I literally just ran the business, um, maybe did some body weight work when I can, and then uh, joined in my clients in their workouts and didn't get my uh, didn't get serious about my goal until um, I was on the 18 week mark. Like I have 18 weeks to go. Like hey, let's go. So I was supposed to start at the 24 week mark, and I I was like Jordan, you know what? I need to chill. I want to relax. I want to go travel, have fun with my family. It was also like, it was also uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the holidays. So I was like, you know what? Let's just relax. That's what I did. Because uh, the number one priority in everything that uh, that I do, especially in lifting, is you always do something, always choose the thing that you're having fun with and that relaxes you. Why would you do something that stresses you out? You know, it just True. doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, no, I agree with you 100%. Just because, like, even with something that's not an, at an extreme level, like hitting a world record deadlift, um, something yes. like, or just someone to lose 15, 20 pounds or just to drop a few pant sizes, I'm sure yeah. you see it as well. Um, a lot of people just take it way too seriously. And they're, like, they're, they, they, like, put on their, like, straight military uniform to, like, to, like, drop a few pant sizes for vacation. And... Like, I just, I just don't, I've never understood why people have to take it to such a ridiculous level, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, And it's funny because people go like, oh my gosh, look, look at the end of it, by the way, at the end of the 18 weeks, when uh, my body fat measurement, I got it down to like 4%. It was funny. It was really funny. And I didn't even try like it. I wasn't, I wasn't crazy. I didn't, there People were people were uh, assuming, you know, like this guy was perfect. You probably didn't binge at all. You uh, you oh, you were always on top of your training. You didn't miss any training sessions. I was like, no, I'm a regular guy, trying just trying to do just trying to do whatever I can do with my time. Um, and like there were times where I binged like a thousand calories over what I was supposed to eat. 
the main thing is though it's like you you had to address that like yeah i have eaten over a thousand calories i accept it now let's move on instead of like crying about it and then letting it prolong and like oh my gosh i'm just you know let's just let's just keep it going right that's the most Mm -hmm. horrible thing and then same same thing with the workouts man same thing so it's it's all about i always ask myself like does this feel good and if it feels good, uh, then I'll continue to do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing the things that I do. I'll, I'll admit, though, it's difficult. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to anyone. Like you know, lifting weights. If especially if like people go like, "Oh, you lift 500 pounds all the time," like it's nothing. I was like, "Yeah, it's just it 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 is painful." But <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta accept that it's painful and it's hard work, and you just love you just fall in love with the process. Yeah, no, no, dude, that's amazing. I, that's that's such a good good point to make because everyone, everyone, especially doing less less level things. I don't mean that to sound disrespectful, but like um, that things that aren't like going for an elite level of powerlifting, like something like losing a few pounds here and there, looking good naked or whatever. Um, a lot of people treat it like they have to suffer. Like, yeah, sacrifice has to be made, but a lot of people like straight suffer. Um, yeah, of fat loss, it's ridiculous. It's and it's sad. It makes me really sad because uh, when I did this, by the way, side note, I have never cut that seriously. Like cut meaning like, hey, all right, let's lose some weight now. Like serious, like let's track and then let's work out. Blah blah blah. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Like it's usually just been chill. Like okay, how does how does this feel? Blah blah. blah. But now you know, obviously, trying to perform at an elite level and accomplish something, I had to I had to dial things in. So it I was if you if you look back at my training history. I've never really cut for the past six years. I've never seriously like, hey, let's 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 lose some weight for the past six years. So you can say like I've just been I've just been maintaining and just getting focusing on getting stronger for the past six years. So when when people decide like I'm going to lose weight now, they usually that's usually the start of their fitness journey, you know? Like they, they don't have any foundation, foundational strength or any experience. So they go straight into let's lose some weight. And so that's why it's, it's difficult and stressful. I can see that. And it's sad because, um, like I've been thinking about this a lot. Like our society is built around like, Hey, let's, it's all like, um, uh, uh, instant gratification. Right. And it's like, let's, I want this right now. Let's get it. And if it doesn't happen, forget it. It's not, it's never going to happen. I, uh, it's genetics I, or I don't have time, blah, blah, blah. And it's so sad because it's like fitness and health should like people being lean, like you, you deserve to, to have that. You deserve to, to know and be educated on how that works because mm-hmm. it's, I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to move your body however you want, lift an incredible amount of weight. Like even lifting like 200 pounds, 100 pounds, who goes out there in the normal world? Like, all right, I'm going to carry a hundred pounds of groceries. No one. So even if you can carry that much, like you're incredibly strong already, but people don't understand that. They take it to like the extreme and, and then they don't realize like, oh man, it is actually easy. You just got to do these little things. That's it. Yeah. Dude, one of, along those lines, one of my, one of my favorite things ever, uh, Ranbeer will put on his story. So for those that don't know, Ranbeer's, you know, your business partner and, oh, yeah. um, and, and whatnot, he'll literally walk into the, to your gym in jeans and be like hey there's 500 pounds on that bar boom yep did it and go away like <laughs> it's like it's yeah i know thing ever. 
I love it. I love it because he, he, uh, that's our ideal thing. Like people don't need to, people don't need to think about like, oh, it's such an incredible feat. Like I'll never get to do that. And that's what I love about pursuing a world record deadlift in a, a four times bodyweight deadlift. I can, I tell people and I really mean it that they can do it. They can do the same damn thing if they really mm-hmm. wanted it. Like they can't, you can't bullshit yourself. Like if you, if you're just like, oh yeah, tomorrow I'll do a four times bodyweight deadlift. No, but if you really wanted it, it's there. You can do it. Everyone is able to do it. You just got to put in the time and the work. That's it. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this now, along those kind of merging into something this a little bit different. I, I know you've heard it. You made a post on it somewhat recently. Uh, it is something I hear a lot, especially like a lot of people around me. They uh, they follow Strongman a lot. And I, got, I lift with a bunch of powerlifters. Um, and a lot of them have this old cliche saying of, oh, it's because they're fat. It's oh. because they're really <laughs> big. Like, oh, it's because of their giant belly. It's, oh, you can't be lean and be that strong as if somehow body fat is what, you know, <laughs> causes you to look more. So I would love to hear you touch on, uh, on the concept of all power lifters have to be fat or being fat and big, so to speak, is what makes you strong. I love it. So yes. So as I was talking about, like society has this thing where if you're, if you're going to be strong or lifting a ton of weight, you're going to, you're going to need to be a big guy yourself. And usually big guys are fat or they're not cut and they have a lot of body fat on them. And then like, that's, that's just science. Like you can't, fat doesn't make you stronger. Fat doesn't do anything for you besides just, just insulate your skin and then obviously regulate some of your hormones. But now people have that thing where, oh, I I can never, I don't want to, I don't want to, or I don't want to ever lift that much weight because I'll get fat. And it's not that. It's like backwards thinking, right? Um, people get that big. It's muscle mass, right? And if you, uh-huh. if if a guy's bigger than you, he's gonna have more muscle, so he's gonna be able to lift more weights potentially because of the of the size of his muscle, the, dependent on the size of his muscle and how much tension he can create with that muscle. And on top of that, if he's been working, if he or she has been working out longer than you. And that's, that's the sign of strength. I mean, strength is just the ability to create tension. That's it. It's not, it's not your fat creating tension. It's your muscles. So Strong, your fat creating tension. Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever heard. I'm just saying, like, it, it blows my, I, I, I make a huge deal. And I have a huge thing about this too. Um, so the, the shorter answer to your question is, no, it's not because they're fat that they're strong. It's because one, they've been doing it for a long time out of anything. And they look like that just because they have a lot more calories. They eat a ton more calories than you do. That's it. For for the normal person, people that lift that much weight, that like a thousand pounds on their squat, like you got, uh, you got people that are lifting a thousand pounds on their squat and their deadlift. And these guys are huge. They're like three times my size. They're like 300 pound dudes. Now, if you're talking about like, uh, and this is the direction where I think more, most strength sports will happen. I've been saying I've been saying this in my circle a lot. Is you'll continue to see that these powerlifters and strongmen, they're they're gonna create this trend where they're gonna kill that myth that powerlifters are fat, it, or or strongmen are fat. You're gonna see them uh, 
lose fat and show that their physique, what their physique has, which is a, a freaking ton of muscle, bro. Have you seen this? Dude, I saw – did you did you see Eddie Hall cut? Yeah. Did you see that? See, like, but, yeah, I, I totally saw that, and it made me laugh because before they did the cut, like Eddie Hall, um, there's another guy – man, there's a couple other guys that are doing it, and I was like, before they did that movement, I was like, hey, get look what's going to happen. They're going to – they're going to um, – everyone is going to go into this trend and cut body fat because they don't need fat. If you're going to – if you're if your journey is to chase as much strength as possible, you're going to need to take off what you don't need from your body, which is fat. It's, it's the trend, and I learned this trend from uh, watching the progression of UFC, like the octagon, yeah. right? When mm-hmm. you when you have the octagon octagon fighters, you have like uh, you have like these big fat dudes, and then they're just swinging like hail marys, and then they sit on their opponents. But now you have George <laughs> George Saint Pierre, right? Who's like freaking my lean favorite. as crazy. Oh my god, you're my favorite too, man. And he has like no freaking fat on him, and the, and everyone wonders like why, like how is he so strong, and how he's fought so for so long? It's because he's taking care of his body so well. And his he is able to move however he wants, and he he doesn't have uh, uh like weight that he doesn't need on his body, so that's that's the drawn out answer to what I think about people saying powerlifters are fat, and and it's, it goes back to people not uh, having the right knowledge or education about it because society just goes like yeah th- that guy's fat and or that guy's strong because he's fat or he can lift that much weight because he's mu- so much bigger. It's because they have much more muscle. Now, this is why I know why people love watching me deadlift. It's because I look like a normal person. I don't even look like I can lift weights, really. And I, and I love that about me. I can just wear some baggy clothes and people don't expect it. And it happens at competitions, too. It's so funny. Like, people just count me out. And then the deadlift comes on. And then they can't explain. And it's over. Yeah. And then they can't explain how it happens. And I and I and right now I can't even explain how it happens. It's just I'm just having fun, dude. And then I'm just having That's awesome. I'm just, I'm just being patient and then just taking my time with everything. That's awesome. I'll do that. That's so cool. Yeah. It's almost like on a on a different kind of scale. Have you seen those prank videos where someone like let's say you who is like an like a normal person, like not like an Eddie Hall or a Brian Shaw that's like yeah. seven feet tall, puts on like a, a grandpa outfit and goes and deadlifts like a house. Have you seen? Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. I've actually wanted to do that for. I, I wanted to plan something like that for charity. Like go to like a, like a twenty four hour fitness and then work out. Like tell them like, hey, I would love to create a charity. This goes to whatever charity you want. I'll bet anyone twenty dollars if they can deadlift more than me. That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> it, it will happen someday. It will happen someday. That'd be so cool because. Because you got like, now, now you have like a powerlifting team at your gym, right? Yes, that, that's awesome. Now, now w- within that, because uh, I'm sure with your powerlifting team, you've got guys, girls, old, young, big, small, um, all sorts of different um, things that make people vary. But amongst uh, across the board, things like if you had to hit the big points that make someone strong. Um, and the commonalities between like the kind of different people that you have on your team and coaching that team, what would you say some of those are? Okay. So you've heard me say this uh, a lot already. It's whatever feels good. And it's, that's all, all about fun. 
the reason why our team does so well is because one, they're having fun doing the things they're doing, like their workouts, and they they just have fun, just literally lifting with each other. And it's not just like, hey, let's get in and lift and let's get out of here. No, it's like you know they come in. We have a community of lifters, and they bring in food, some snacks. Uh, we we go let's in. Go. We go and uh, go to the movies and go into the, go to uh, restaurants together and like you know have like a like a team team outing. It's it's so much fun with the camaraderie among the girls and the guys all ages too. Um, and so when we're having fun, they get very consistent with their workouts. Like yeah, I gotta go because I want to meet my friend that I work out with and talk about this, talk about Game of Thrones and how what happened, all of that, right? So. So once it got fun for them, our community got fun, then it, they got consistent. So those are the top two things that get people the results, really. It, not just in powerlifting, but in everything is fun and consistency. And then, and then once you go in there, it's, you just grind it out. Like you, when, you, when you work out, obviously, you got to challenge yourself. You can't just be like, oh, my gosh, I'm just going to lift like one pound weights. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's it it's just the the fun is number one getting consistent and then dialing in your intensity those are the top three things awesome man that's such that's such such valuable information now um now do you have do you see many female lifters that that want to be like stupid strong oh dude we when we first started our powerlifting team or even our gym like our when we opened up san jose barbell we have more girls than guys. We actually have more girls than guys right now in our gym. I don't know why that is. I think like I think like uh, the guys come in and then they see our girls and they're like ridiculously strong and they get intimidated. <laughs> Something like that. That's I don't know. Um, well, but yeah. Um, well, because the reason I ask that is because one of my favorite things ever um, is to. Sorry, my dog is just deciding to cough all the time now. <laughs> no worries. Um, but. Um, but one of my favorite things ever is to see women who want to get really, really, really strong. Like right now, one of my uh, coaching clients that just got started with me, she is actually a little bit older, but she used to power lift and she's getting so fired up about just like stacking plates on like a bar. And it's the, like the coolest thing ever because another commonality I see a lot, I'm sure you do too, to a certain extent is a lot of ladies that are scared to lift weight. They're afraid yeah. of the whole big and bulky yeah. thing or whatever the case is. So um, that's can, so can refreshing that? that's so refreshing so touch base on that idea that uh, women will get big and bulky yeah because you straight coach them you straight you i mean you you just said you have a powerlifting team yeah that, uh, of of women that yeah. will get stupid strong but i'm sure they're not big and bulky the the thing that i tell every woman that gets scared of that is one i ask them how do you think someone will gain weight even by not working out how do you think people gain weight? People, human beings. And they'll go like, oh, yeah, they probably because they eat food, a lot of food. I'm like, great. Okay, so you got that down. Calories. If they eat a lot of calories, then you will gain weight. You will get big. Okay? Now, in terms of bulky, what creates muscle? What do you think creates muscle? And they'll go like, oh, you can't, you can't get muscle if you don't work out. I was like, great. Awesome. So now you know how you get big and how you get how you get muscle. So how do you get big muscle? If you put them together, he goes like, they go, they usually go, like, they figure it out. So you just lead these questions, you lead them. Yeah. They, so I have to eat a lot 
and lift weights. But yes, but you have to lift a, an insane amount of weight. That's the thing. So now here's the, yeah. now, not to close it off. Okay, so now you got pretty much the fundamentals of, of, of uh, muscle building. So I'll tell, this is what I, this is what I ended with, with the women. Now, if you know the fundamentals, you understand that. Now, do you know how much me and Rambeer eat and lift? And they'll go like, no, how much do you, we eat like 3000 calories and we lift like a ridiculous amount of weight now. So if you go into this gym and you're lifting more than me and Rambeer and you're eating more than me and Rambeer, then you can say you're afraid to get big and bulky. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise you're fine. Otherwise you're fine. And if, if you're I not fine, then that's it. That's uh, that's that's the main thing that we tell everyone. Like, like, there's no absolutely no way. Like, how can you, how can you, like, how could you believe that? That's it. Yeah, I love that. Now, let me ask you this: Have you had, have you had any any ladies even come close to that? No. <laughs> exactly. That's no. That, 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 that's the whole reason I wanted to ask you that is to kind of is to, for the, the people who are listening, um, to really hammer that home is that like it is so hard to get big and bulky like dude i fucking coach bodybuilders um i i coach a handful of competitive bodybuilders like 200 some pound giant men who get on stage yep. at like three percent body fat and flex for everybody and it is so hard to get them big and bulky like it's and i'm talking about dudes that like that eat an insane amount who are coachable yeah. as hell who uh who train so freaking hard and push the most amount of weight especially in a bodybuilding setting and and it's it's so hard to get someone what quote unquote big and bulky and look like Hulk. It's it's I think people really forget how hard it is to do that. Dude, it takes years. It takes years. Years of being like on on point, not just years of half ass lifting, like years of being on fucking point. Like yeah, that's what, it's, it's crazy. Exactly. That's why I love uh, you know. I love seeing your journey in terms of like right now you're like in a fat loss journey. I'm like. Hell yeah, Jared. God damn. God <laughs> damn. I was like, it's about damn time. Look at this guy. I was so proud, dude. I was you have no idea how much I pounded my chest when you did that. I'm I just pounded my chest right now. Cause I'm so proud. <laughs> like I appreciate that, man. That goes into the to the next thing. Like I, you know, like how I said, like, you know, powerlifters, strong men, anyone that's in a in a in a strength sport, they're gonna they're gonna want to get as lean as possible. So that yeah. they can be the most efficient machine is like now you now you get it to like the human aspect like human be I would just love to push that vision like all humans have that ability you know mm -hmm. unless you have like a hormonal thing or some pre existing condition which there are I I respect that and th those are things that you definitely need to go, to go to a doctor and a physician to work that out but like for the most part human beings they're able to do all these things not obviously doesn't have to be an elite level if they choose not to but they could it just it just takes the right education that's why i love like when when you started your fat loss journey it's like great now this guy's freaking educating them on how people can just get lean get strong and and it's just chill you can have your daily donut and all that yeah, that's, that's freaking awesome man i love it I appreciate that, man. Well, because that's the thing, because I've been I've been getting asked about the, the Daily Donut a lot. But to be completely honest, the whole reason that thing started was because I wasn't leading properly, like from a coach and a leader's standpoint. Yeah. If you really break down one of our major roles, yours and mine as coaches, is we lead our people. We lead our clients, our followers, our whatever you want to, you know, our our uh, 
are people who are influenced by us. And it really hit me in the face where like, you know, like Jared, motherfucker, you're not leading. You're literally being a fat piece of shit right now. You're being a fat trainer teaching about how not to be like, that is not the way to lead. That's not the example to set. And you're doing yourself and your people who are uh, being influenced by you a disservice. And that's when it really, and, and I just had that realization one day and I'm like, this is wrong. Like, this is like at an ethical level wrong. Um, oh yeah. And that's when, and that's when, the daily donut came about because I wanted to not only change which needed to happen, but I wanted to be, I mean, it was, that was like, when I made the video about that dude, it was one of the hardest videos I ever made because I literally had to, I was calling out my bullshit. Like, Hey guys, yeah. look, this is wrong. I'm sorry. And I'm going to fix it and change my actions right now. And that's when the daily donut happened. And I've been getting a lot of interesting feedback on that. Like I've had people bring me on their podcast lately for like, Hey, talk about this daily donut thing or people like, um, talking about how much it's helped their food relationships, seeing like me lean out while eating donuts. And um, it, it's just crazy, you know? Dude, it's definitely crazy. I mean, I, I, I love it. I, I love the fact that you did it. I, I love you more for that. Uh, <laughs> I do agree uh, where, with the, the thing you're trying to say is like leading from the front. Yeah. Like how, can, how, can you, how can you follow someone or, or even lead another person if you're not leading by example. Yeah. It's, it's just like you're cheating them out of, out of that. So that's yeah. why I like, oh, man, I, I totally agree with you. Um, we, have a, we have a principle, Rambir and I. We, we go and we build our circle with mentors and tr always trying to find, the, find more information and grow as a team. And the, the first, the first thing that we look at when we look for someone that we, uh, that we hire on board is, is what do they look like? What is their lifestyle? Are they encompassing what our vision and where we want to go? Right. So that, mm -hmm. that's the thing. That's, that's why like ha having a coach, having the right coach, man, is even so much more difficult and you have to choose very carefully. Uh, even for for all of your listeners too like you got to find that right coach that you want to um to exemplify or that exemplifies what you want to live yeah like like the people that uh that go to me they don't want necessarily a a world record deadlift they just want like you know like a a very a strong deadlift without pain by the way like i have zero surgeries zero pain in my body and i love that and and like i can i tell people all that all the time they're like they're like no way You've never been injured. I was like, yeah, I've never been seriously injured. Never went to uh, uh, to get surgery. And my powerlifters right now at my age, I'm 33. People like they just give up and retire because they're just full of injuries. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, that's because they're just doing it wrong, unfortunately. And they're just not educated because society pushes out on them like you have to lift like this. Like, have you seen like the slap city people? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, my gosh. I'm like, what? What is the point of that? What yeah. is the point? But yeah, it's, then it's I, dumb. But then again, it's what it's what sells people the most. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's also what kills people. Truth. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I'm yeah. with you. No, but great, great job leading from the front, man. I love it. I'm totally with you on that because I always tell people if you. They go like, oh, man, have you seen this study? Or have you seen this thing on celery juice? I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, first, 
what do they look like? Uh, do they have any muscle? Uh, do they even take it every day? How long have they? It's like all this. Like you gotta, you gotta ask these right questions. Yeah, hundred percent. No, no, I, that's the, the. I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, cause I, I'm sure, like yourself, you get all sorts of crazy questions about some of that stuff. Or like, oh my hey, gosh, dude, look at oh this waist gosh. trainer thing here, or this wrap here. I'm like, just go, go lift some weights and eat less, like an asshole, and call it a day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly all right man let's uh kind of kind of wrapping wrapping up let me ask you this so someone's so let's say there's uh someone listening right now they're like okay i get it uh i'm weak i don't feel good i want to get strong i get i'm not going to get big and bulky and i'm ready to do this what would be the best steps to move forward on getting really 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 strong and feeling really 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 good oh my god you know that's that's a great question and and i reposted one of your posts about like here's your four-month plan right i don't know if you saw that and i mm-hmm. and i just loved it you just did like month one just drink a ton of water that's it yeah. that's all you do and then you just go back to day zero if you don't do if you mess up right yeah and i go and i and i and i'm so with that i tell people you change one thing first for a while okay mm-hmm. and then once and then I tell people, and it's the same thing with my business too. Like, hey, you want uh, you want to make more money you, as a coach? This is what you got to do. Step one, you got to do all this education. Um, but going in, just into fitness and getting stronger, okay? Just just getting stronger. Number one is just get into the gym and lift something. Even go through the machines. I would just tell someone just go to the machines, okay? Mm-hmm. And then it, you just get in there for 20 minutes or even 10 minutes. Just do some some work. Doesn't matter what it is. Just lift some weights for like 10 to 20 minutes. Okay. So that's like for, like the beginning. Then step two, after you're like, I always tell people, instead of waiting for a time, I want you to ask me. Like after two weeks, after two weeks or whatever time, you go like, okay, okay, coach, I'm ready for the next level. Give it to me. Give it to me. So I'm not I'm I I I'm the type of coach that doesn't give anything to a, a client unless they really want it and they're like begging for it. I'm like, okay, cool. Then they're ready because that tells me that they want it and they're gonna do the work because they want it. They real like want that. it badly. So and, and it holds themselves accountable. Like, oh, this is the next level. It's like a video game. Like level one, I want to do this, get experience, and then I I level up, level two. It's like that. So one is just lift weights for ten to twenty minutes. Number two is as then you start adding body weight movements into it. Okay. So I start reverse. Usually it's body weight movements and then next is the lift lift weights. But I tell someone it's the easiest thing is you go to a gym, hit the machines, and then once the machines work, you don't have to do free weights, then you can do the the body weight work and then you do the free weight work. So the, in terms of strength, that's what I do. So when someone doesn't really know what to do, easiest thing to do is just hit the machines, like the resistance, like play around with them. Okay. And then yep. you hit the the body weight, the body weight strength, pushups, uh, assisted chin up machine, um, all variations, pushups, air squats. They're, they're great too. And then after that, then you can hit like the dumbbells, the free weights. And then after that, then, then you can have fun, like combine the three. And then after that, then you can find a coach and then really get to where you want to go. That's yeah. what I would tell. Like you, to me, I like squeezing out as much as I can from something before moving on. Oh, definitely. It's like getting, it's getting, it's like getting your money's worth. And, but I say getting your time's worth for everything. Yeah. 
No, man, I love that. Because the, the, here's the thing that I really like about that is that is so tactical and actionable where anyone can do that right now. Oh, that definitely. Was, a lot of people get so, I think, caught up in like, you know, like, well, what's the optimal periodization or what's the uh, most scientifically blah, 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 which don't get me wrong. I, I believe all that has a time in its, in its place. But if a program is not adherable or one does not act on it, it's worthless. Like you could have it's the best totally plan in the world, but if you're not going to do it, it's a fucking waste. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then the thing that, that again, ties it all up. Again, I have never deviated from it since the start of this is you got to have fun and you got to be consistent. That's it. Yep. Absolutely, man. I love that. Awesome. Awesome, man. I think that's a, I think that's a good place to stop. I think we got, we covered a lot of value in here. I, had a little list of what I've, all the stuff I want to talk about and we hit every one of them. So thank you so much for, for, Dude, for this. I love this. Every time, every time I talk to you, it's like the time I, before I really start getting serious about setting something in the deadlift. So I actually, on this Friday, I'm going to hit a, I'm going to hit my own personal record. I've never hit anything above 605 because my coach never lets me go off. He's just really keeping it really conservative. I'm gonna yeah. go for a I'm gonna go for a, a little PR this Friday and hit six ten. Nice, dude. That's awesome. Let me you should text me and let me know how that goes. Oh hell yeah, man. I love it. Thanks for having me on, dude. Absolutely, man. Now, um, if anyone wants to learn more about you or potentially like work with you or come visit freaking San Jose or whatever, um, where can people find you? Hell yeah. You can just, you know, San Jose That's her website. You can also just find me on i.am.deadlift on Instagram and everything's on there. And that's how me and you keep in contact all the time anyway. So just point them to my Instagram. Perfect, man. Perfect. I will. So thank you, my man, once again. Uh, I, I appreciate you and I love you to pieces, man. Thank you so much. Love you too, bro. Enjoy your trip in Nash or in Tennessee, dude. I will, man. You as well. All right. Later, brother. All right. Talk soon. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode of the podcast. I hope you got a shit ton of value from that. Be sure, if you don't already, go follow Al J and the crew over at San Jose Barbell um, because they're an amazing group of people, and you'll just get a lot of value from just following those people. It'll be a nice little blessing for your news feed. But, yeah, be sure to follow them. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really appreciate you being here. Um, I'll catch you next time.